ask these things in Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you. Maggie, can you hand me that? Fantastic. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. So, what you know is that what Ryan talked to you about, all right? So, um, Ryan is handling at night, he's handling conversations with Jesus, which is fantastic. It's been great. I, I learned a lot last night. I hope you did. Mornings are going to be a little bit different, okay? A lot of, a lot of good stuff, uh, but mornings are not going to be as heavy. Why? Because we want you to kind of enjoy yourselves, all right? Um, so uh, it's not, it's not going to be as heavy. Um, we're going to talk about prayer. How can we pray? How can, how can we do it better? Um, what are some things we should pray for? What are some, um, why are some reasons why we should pray? So we're going to break it up into a bunch of different things. But before we do that, because I'm a middle school Sunday school teacher, we're going to play a game. Amen, right? All right. So, uh, okay. Now, I would have brought in my actual suitcase, okay? But considering that if a gnat flies in here, I don't think we have the room for it. We are going to, I just threw some random stuff from my suitcase into this backpack, all right? And you guys are going to play and help me guess what I have in my suitcase. All right? Who wants to stab? Who wants to start? Caleb? No, you just guess. Just shout it out, bro. We're, we're just really chill, relaxed here. Shampoo? Yeah, that's in my shaving kit, which is not in here. Fantastic. Good response. Harrison, did you have your hand up? Water bottle? Because uh, I am the athletic trainer, you know, the, the camp medic, uh, I do need to actually practice what I preach, right? Water bottle. And for, for, for record, uh, let's get credentials straight. Uh, I am not a doctor. I do not play one on TV. And uh, I am not a reverend, all right? So I know, I know. He gets excited when I, get, when I, when I, wanna, when I do things. All right, Luke, what you got? Sunscreen. Sunscreen in the room. Yes, very good job. Very good job. Clothes. Yeah. You want to throw them out or you know, like, like, like individual ones or? Underwear. underwear. Yeah. Got me some underwear. Yeah. Shirt. Yeah. Got me a. No, no socks on beach camp. What are you talking about? I mean, really. And then, yeah, Band-Aids are all in that, so, yeah. I got my jacket in here, Twizzlers, Staples, okay. And then the all-necessary phone charger, right? Awesome. Okay, so... The big question is, 
Bo, that's great that you have all that stuff in your suitcase, but what can that teach me about Jesus? Right? What does that have to do with Jesus? All right, so um, let me ask you a question. How did you decide what to put in your suitcase when you came to beach camp? The necessities? Okay, Parker? What the, yes, very good. We did give you a recommended list. Awesome. Your mom, yeah. Your mom packs your suitcase? Oh, she just tells you what to pack. Fantastic. Hey, that's all right. We, we all need the, the help we can get. Anybody else got a guess? What about um, how many items did you include that would help you survive spiritually? All right, because we're all, it's all important to survive at beach camp, okay? Hydrate, sunscreen. Don't come home and let your mom yell at you like uh, Kendra yelled at Zeb, my, my first beach camp. So, <laughs> so uh, it's, th- those are all important. But what we also need to remember is our Bible, okay, those kinds of things, journal, devotional book, maybe if you're doing a devotion for quiet time out of a book, all right? Okay, so all that. What's the suitcase got to do with prayer, all right? If I pack mostly clothes instead of everything else, what would that mean? That I cared about the way I looked, right? If I packed enough electronic stuff to stock Radio Shack, what does that mean? You're a gamer. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so what we're going to talk about today is how prayer reveals a lot about our priorities. All right, because it's vital uh, to examine our priorities. One common area of misplaced priorities is our personal prayer lives. All right? Me included. Me included. Um, with so much happening through the day, whether it's school, whether it's uh, cheer, whether it's basketball, whether it's drama, any of those kinds of things, with so much happening through the day, uh, it's easy to overlook time. Even when you say, Kylie, I'll pray for you. I know you have that need. I'll pray for you. And then you forget. Okay? Then you forget. Um, This hit me especially hard this week because uh, one of our former coaches at the high school, I found out through through his son, uh, was diagnosed with brain cancer. And he was going to have surgery Friday, this past Friday. uh, And they were going to try to remove as much of the tumor as they could. Um, he's, he's the guy that Bob and I are very close to because Bob's been there for years too. Uh, so it hit both, both of us kind of hard. Well, his surgery comes and goes and with so many other distractions in my life, I forgot to pray for the man. 
I mean, it, it, it really, it, it hurt. It, it hurt uh, me personally, and I even talked to Bob about that. But as amazing as God works, just because I forgot to pray does not mean that God still didn't work. Uh, the surgeons were able to remove more of the tumor than they thought. And he had surgery on Friday, released on Sunday, Father's Day, just in time to be greeted by his family. So that was an awesome experience. Um, so we're going to talk about prayer. We're going we're gonna to kind of divide it up. Um, today is going to be more about uh, who should pray, um, who should we pray to, those kinds of things. And then um, depending on how the week goes, it'll probably be a mashup on Thursday of the what and the why of prayer. Okay, so that's, that's how it's going to kind of go. All right, so, but before we get too serious, uh, I want to tell a joke. <clears throat> All right, I wanted to, I've got a joke. All right, and you may know the joke, and you may think, why are you sharing that? Okay, so, uh, why are ogres like onions? They have layers. Thank you. Good job, Harrison. Good job. Good job. Uh, anytime you can uh, reference Shrek in a youth ministry opportunity, you're going to take it. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so ogres are like onions, okay? There, there's a whole comedic performance between uh, the donkey and Shrek when, when they're walking down the road. And he's talking about um, why they're like onions. And the donkey tries to guess, and it's hilarious. But ogres are like onions because they both have layers. All right? And so what we're going to do over the next few days is we're going to take one passage of Scripture and peel back the layers. Okay? We're going to take one passage of Scripture and peel back the layers. So because, because God wants to hear from us. And God wants us to keep in touch. All right, so this is the Lord's Prayer. This is uh, Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 13. All right, Matthew is the first book. You don't even need your table of contents like you did for Ezekiel last night. Uh, Matthew is the first book of the New Testament. Okay, uh, chapter 6. And then we're going to read starting in verses Verse 5 through 13. 5 through 13. All right. <clears throat> and high schoolers, if you see somebody struggling uh, to get the page, help them get the page, please. Uh, leaders, too. If, and, okay, so this is, this is the Lord's Prayer. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, remember what truly means, truly I say to you, uh, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in uh, secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think they will be heard for many for their many words. Do not be like 
them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then like this, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All right, we're going to stop there. Okay, <clears throat> so um, that was a lot. Now, uh, how many of you have heard that prayer before? Right? Typically, a lot, especially right in a group, right before you go out to do some important task, like a game or something like that, you know, but then you say it so fast that you don't really take in the words. Um, so we're going to kind of take in the words a little bit today. All right. So um, Jesus said, when you pray, all right, that's, that's, that's kind of what I want you to hone in, hone in on. Jesus said, when you pray, he didn't say when Christians pray. He didn't say when believers pray. He didn't say when this group of people pray. He said when you pray. Uh, he didn't even say when the church prays. He said when you pray. Um, God never intended prayer to be just a church activity or a group thing. Um, it's meant to be personal communication with him. Okay, so he didn't just mean it for some elite group. The ones just that came to beach camp could say this prayer. You know, uh, he, he meant it to be personal. Why did he mean it to be personal? All right. Because um, God is all about relationship. He's all about relationship. Uh, and personal communication it's part of every relationship. Any relationship you have, friend, coworker, spouse. If uh, I go days or weeks without talking to my smoking hot wife back there, uh, <laughs> if, if I do that, then how healthy do you think that marriage is going to be? Yeah, you probably so. You're probably right. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Not very well, right? Same goes with Chris and Kendra. Same goes with Ryan and Kristen. Same goes with David and Misty. Everyone else who's married, they understand communication. Even if you're dating, you understand that communication is important. Okay? Communication is important. What else is important? Um, well, he tells us, actually, some things to pray about in 9 through 13, and I'm going to reread those. All right, pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So pray for your kingdom, which we talked about last night. Okay, pray for God's will to be done in our lives, no matter if it really is not what we want. We want God's will in our life. Um, give us this day our daily bread. 
Talking about food? Maybe a little bit, okay? It's talking about just what you need, all right? You don't need the bins that you're, that you're thinking about. You don't need that jacked up truck that you've been wanting, you know, but just what you need. Just what you need according to his will. Uh, forgive us our debts. Forgive us our trespasses. This is the toughest one. As we may also forgive our debtors. Uh, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Later on in the week, Ryan will talk about temptation. And uh, we'll get more information on that. So God cares. Um, God cares. He wants us to keep in touch. <clears throat> he wants us to keep in touch. Uh, okay, so for some people, for a lot of people, uh, students, teenagers, adults even, uh, there's a lot of difficulty in thinking you're good enough to pray, uh, accepting the practice that God wants us to personally keep in touch with him. Um, one excuse is it's easy to forget, which exactly, it's easy to forget. It is, it is so easy to forget to pray. Uh, I can, I'll go all day in my busy day sometimes and realize, you know what, I haven't talked to God. Uh, when I when I had a longer commute to work, because we lived in Bartow County at one time, and I commuted to Rome, that was easy. I would use that commute to communicate with God, to pray with God. Now, I would never close my eyes. I mean, that would be dangerous. But <clears throat> um, it's, a lot, it's, it's easy to forget. So also prayer, some say prayer seems like a church thing, you know? You don't need to do it necessarily at home. Um, we are very inconsistent, and this is my, this is all on me. We are very inconsistent at saying the blessing in our house, blessing the food, uh, teaching that to our children. Um, so many other people do it better. Uh, that's another reason people people give, like, you know. They just do it so much better. Like uh, when, when I go to family gatherings at my, my side of the family, I'm, I'm the guy that does the blessing <laughs> because I'm the guy that's deemed worthy enough to do the blessing. I don't know. But, <clears throat> and God already knows what you're going to say. Uh, so it's not really important to pray. And God does know what you're going to say. But it is important to pray because even if, Christy can know what I'm going to say, what I'm about to, what's about to come out of my mouth. If I don't take it out of my mouth and into her, then she's not really going to understand what's going on. That action uh, is not there. So we could come up with a lot of different reasons and excuses uh, for not making prayer personal. Um, but we've got to overcome these barriers uh, to continue to, to foster a great relationship with God and a great relationship with Christ and a closer relationship uh, with, with Christ because the, the more you talk to somebody, the closer you're going to be with them. Um, and I, that we, all, we all know that. All right, he wants to hear from us. 
Uh, but he also wants us to stay with it. All right? A lot, a lot of people. Um, how many of y'all like to exercise? Fantastic, right? No, it's not. Um, I, I work out, work out, uh, and I'm, I'm this fitness guy that should know better, but uh, me working out is not consistent. I was telling Bob the other day uh, that, um, that I've started about running, okay? I've started about running again because I do enjoy running. Why do I enjoy running? Why do I enjoy sweating like that? I actually enjoy it because it is a mindless activity that uh, you don't have to have any equipment for. You just have to have a good pair of running shoes or your feet are going to kill you. But so I started running again. And so I was telling Bob, and this was like probably day three of running. We were at VBS. And I was telling him that uh, I, wish he, it's a lot, I wish it was a lot easier to start than it was to quit because once those first few times roll around, you're like, oh, gosh, I'm so sore today. You know, uh, this, is, this is not going to be a good day, but I guess I better do it, you know, because, because it's so much easier just to say, not today, you know, not today. But once you start, once you start, once you have those endorphins kicking in, once you have... Uh, that serotonin, le those serotonin levels building up in you going, I got to run, I got to run, I got to run. You know, that's the way that we should be about uh, running to Jesus in prayer. So we, we want to stay with it. All right. Have any of you guys ever met or talked to a famous person? Mallory. Nick Chubb? Fantastic. She, my wife is jealous. My wife is jealous. Anybody else? Christy? Mark Hall from Casting Crowns, yes. Uh, when Casting Crowns came to Collide, this is like 2013, before Ryan was even here, um, she was, uh, Christy and Suzanne worked kind of the merchandise table, you know, the merch table, and uh, he came by her and she was like, hey, can you sign this? So, uh, Hector Cervantes, yeah, yeah. Former neighbors, former neighbors of Hector Cervantes, the former guitar of cast, guitarist of Casting Crowns. Yeah. Uh, it's cool, right? But it's nerve-wracking sometimes. Um, in my life, in, when, when I was your guy's age, uh, I met Deion Sanders. You know, that, that was a cool experience. He came, he came into Sports Authority with a guy that was bigger than he was, you know, his kind of backman, if you want to call him that. Um, and he was walking around, and, and everybody knew who he was. You know, everybody knew who he was. But uh, uh, you could tell he was getting frustrated and tired because everybody knew who he was. But, you know, my dad was like, um, if you want to meet him, go meet him. But if he doesn't really want to sign anything, that's great. Just tell him why you like him, you know, and... and and why you wanted to take the time to talk to him. And so I did. He was not signing autographs anymore. But I said, you know, you're a great football player. I admire your abilities. And I just hope you just continue doing it. And he turns around and shakes my hand. I like 
all right, this is kind of cool. I didn't wash my hand, yeah. I didn't wash my hand. Now, um, when I was your age also, I met uh, Jerome Olds, who you guys were like, who the heck is that guy? All right, Jerome Olds is a former Christian artist in the 80s, but you don't know him, but you know his children. His kids are the band Family Force 5. All right? So that's, that's how, that's how uh, I met him through a youth pastor, through a youth pastor that uh, we had, he, myself and the youth pastor had very similar music interests. So anytime he could kind of um, take a few of us and go to a concert or whatever uh, and get backstage if he could because he had some good connections, uh, we would. I have played basketball with Vince Gill. Yeah, no, no, not Vince Carter. No, I have played basketball with Vince Gill. Vince Gill was, when I was in college, I was uh, the head student trainer for women's basketball. And we had just gotten through practicing. Um, we were in the arena, which is where the, all the locker rooms are. Well, that's, the, that's where the big concerts go, too. So um, I had... Uh, we were just watching him do a sound check in one of the four corners of the arena, you know, and he stopped his sound check and chased us to, to just, just to hang with us. And uh, he was like, you know, y'all y'all play basketball? Did y'all just get done going to practice? Cool. Let's go, let's go find somewhere and play. So the girls, of course, were like, yeah. You know, we'll play with Vince Gill. Uh, so, and I and I and I went over too. Uh, and the security had no idea where he was. His band, no idea where he was. Um, that was the funny part. We were just right, right across the street, but it it took security a while to find him. And then once they found him, they weren't happy with him. And so, he was like, "Thanks for the game, guys." But um, so that was that was kind of cool. Okay, so. Meeting famous people, it makes us feel nervous, all right? It uh, could be intimidating. Some people avoid it altogether. I do not, I don't even want to stand in line to meet that person because I just don't know what to say to them, all right? Sadly, a lot of Christians are the same way when it comes to personal prayer. Uh, they wonder if God's really concerned with them, you know? They wonder if... Uh, if, what they, if they're going to say the right thing, why would he be interested in my problems? God is the God of the universe. Why would he be interested in my problems at this time in my life? Okay, but as we talked about before, God is all about relationships. I mean, think about the, the relationship between Adam and Eve the relationship between him and Adam. He's all about relationships throughout Scripture. Uh, so, but a lot of us get hung up in, why does this big God want to talk to little old me? Uh, and as a result, you know, they, we don't make prayer a priority. Now, there are a lot of excuses, a lot of, over, a lot of barriers that we may have to prayer, okay? I'm too busy, all right? Just can't fit into my schedule. 
All right, just can't fit into my schedule. I'm too busy. Who has the time? Um, there's 24 hours in every day. And how you manage those 24 hours is your responsibility. Okay? Um, a lot of people say, oh, it's really hard for me to stay focused when I pray. It's really hard for me to stay focused when I pray. And that is really difficult. But when you face problems and when you face challenges, you have to have a plan. Okay? You have to have a plan. So I want to give you a couple pointers, three, three pointers, uh, for you to stay focused when you pray. All right? Just keep these in mind. Um, if you want to write them down, great. I can give you notes later. Anyway. But, uh, okay, so number one, pointer number one, set a specific time each day to pray. And make sure it's a time when you're alert. Okay? Make sure it's a time when you're alert. Uh, make sure it becomes part of your daily routine. You know, whether you want to pray before you go to bed, pray, you know, in the shower. In the shower is a great time to pray. Um, you know, it's just, it's just you and him. Uh, and make it a normal habit, just like any other thing you do. You know, just like any other, you know, brushing your teeth, brushing your hair, putting on deodorant. Wait, have I said my prayers yet? Those kinds of things. All right. Um, it's going to, when it feels normal, then it's normal, okay? But it takes about three weeks for a habit to become a part of your daily routine. Otherwise, it's just, it, it, it's hard to get traction. Uh, so set, set a specific time each day to pray. Um, have a plan when you pray. Does anybody have a prayer plan that they use? Uh, there's all kind of acronyms out there, out there right now. Uh, you can use the JOY acronym, which is Jesus, others, yourself. Okay? So Jesus, others, yourself. And that, that means in that order. Jesus, you pray for Jesus. You pray for others. Then you pray for yourself. Uh, Acts. How many of you guys do that? Acts, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. You know what supplication is? Asking God's will, all right? Asking God to provide your needs. Um, so that's Acts. There's also pray, which is praise, repent, and then... The last two, depending on who you're talking to, uh, so there's, there's pray, praise, repent, uh, ask, and yield, all right? When you're yielding, when, you're when, you, when you start doing traffic, when you're yielding, you're giving other people that space, okay? So at that time, you're giving God that space to talk to you. And then I think it's Beth Moore, but she, she says... Uh, praise, repentance, uh, accept, and yourself. So she gives a slot for um, she gives a slot for yourself. So you can pray about your needs, pray about your wants, you know, pray about your desires, 
and ask God will to, to, to be on those. But she, she always says, if you do a lot more yarping than you do praying, then you need to get your priorities back in order. So, <clears throat> so that's a good one. Uh, also, um, get rid of distractions before your start. Uh, prayer time's a lot more enjoyable when you're when and rewarding when you're fully focused on God. Um, case in point, typically I take my cell phone out of my pocket when I'm up here, uh, and someone has been horrendously calling me for this entire time. So it's been very it it, it took a, it took a while, but they finally stopped. So <clears throat> um, eliminate distractions. Now, you might say, music's my jam. You know, I put my earbuds in, I get in worship mode, and that's fantastic. But if you know that music wanders you off, and you're looking for songs to play more than you are praying, and more than you are spending your quiet time, then it's a good, it's a good uh, possibility that you might be distracted by that. Um, too busy to pray. Okay, I already talked about this, but I do want to, we're going to go to uh, Colossians 4, chapter 2. Colossians 4, chapter 2, no, Col I'm sorry, Colossians 4, verse 2. Colossians 4, verse 2. So this tells us, um, this tells us how much time we should spend praying. All right, Colossians 4, verse 2, and uh, it says... Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. How many of your versions say devoted to prayer? Devoted to prayer, all right? Devoted to prayer, uh, being watchful and thankful. You got to be watchful because, you know, as, as you start that time with the, the Lord, that's your time with the Lord. And Satan does not want that. Uh, spiritual warfare is a part of your life. Spiritual warfare is going on all around us. It's, I mean, it's, it's hit, it's, it hits me on a daily occurrence. So if you can get your perspective right uh, and kind of forget about, it being a, a task, something you have to check off your list to do, uh, but more the time that you have, you want to be devoted to that time. If, if I am talking to Christy, but I'm watching TV at the same time, am I really devoted to Christy? No, right? No. So be devoted uh, and watchful and thankful. So it's a change of perspective. Um, all right. So there's there's plenty more barriers, you know, um, but we don't have a lot of time to talk about that. So I just wanted to kind of talk about this. So God wants to hear from you. All right. Think about. Ask yourself, in your, in your life, ask yourself what barriers uh, you have in your life that are most powerful in keeping 
you from having that strong and pure life with God. Uh, maybe it's d distractions all around you. Maybe it's um, a toxic relationship. And that's just not boyfriend, girlfriend. There are some toxic relationships that happen among men. There are some toxic relationships that happen among women. There are some toxic addictions that we can say, oh, I'm not addicted to that. I'm not addicted to that, you know. Um, but what's, what's taking that focus away from God? Because um, in the Garden of Eden, you know, we all hate on Eve because she was the one that ate the fruit, right? She saw the good in the fruit. Because she saw the good in the fruit, she saw less of the good of God. Because she saw the good of the fruit, she saw less of the good of God. And that's what we need to remember to hold on to is we want to see the most in that good of God that we can. Uh, God wants to hear from you. Why? Because you need this. You need this. A solid prayer life uh, may seem empty. It may seem really easy at the outset. You know, I got my plan. I'm sticking to it. Uh, but it's going to continue to be challenging. Uh, becoming what God wants us to be will take effort, and we can't do it on our own. We want to focus on God, make your relationship with Him a top priority, and it's going to grow naturally from that relationship. Uh, it's going to grow naturally from that relationship. So, why is it important for you guys? All right. To have a strong prayer life, why is it important for you guys? Why, why is that going to help you out? Think about this. Think about this. The band's up here playing, right? They've done a fantastic job. Absolutely. Imagine they lose power. What's going to happen? Do you think the quality is going to stay the same? Yeah, right. Quality may drop a little bit. Satan is probably in the building understanding what's going on. You know, there's all kinds of spiritual things out there. So when, <clears throat> when we lose connection, when we lose connection with the power source, that's when the problems start. So it's our job to keep that connection, it's our job to keep that connection strong, and we'll talk about more more about that in in the other uh, sessions. Um, but just just think about what what'll happen if you don't spend a lot of time talking to God. So how can you take what we're talking about this morning and apply it in your life? How can you do that? If you don't have a plan, find a plan. You cannot go out to battle without a plan. You cannot play a game without a plan. You cannot plan a worship set without a plan. Okay, so find a plan. It's going to help you stay on track. It's going to help you stay focused. 
And you could even journal it out ahead of time where you feel like your words are a little more smooth. Because the worst, the worst thing I, I don't like is if I pray and I like go off track and I have to swing back on track because it makes me sound silly sometimes. But uh, have a plan. And if you don't have one, talk to us. We can help find you one. Um, but use some of the same principles that we talked about this morning. Uh, and then just kind of map out where and when you want your time with God, uh, as well as some categories and requests. You know, how many of you guys like to journal in here? I have actually become interested in journaling uh, through quiet time and things like that, which is something I would, thought I would never do because I'm not a girl. But, <clears throat> but um, it actually helps. It, it does actually help because you have written things out. Uh, think about the prayer requests that you may want to pray about. Write them down because the worst thing you can do is forget about them. You know, uh, the, the powerful thing about prayer is that it has no boundaries. And we'll talk about that more later, but I, I do want to touch on that for a second. Because you guys can pray for each other right here. I can pray for my best friend who's in Kenya right now. I can pray for... Uh, a relative that, that we have who is not in good health. I can pray for the coach that had surgery and is continuing his fight with cancer. I can pray for all of these things. So prayer is just more than just, you know, talking to God, getting things done where I can move on to the next thing. Don't, don't lose what prayer actually is, uh, but continue to just uh, invite him into your life. Use the Lord's Prayer as your guide. Let that be your, your guide. If you say the Lord's Prayer, if you say, I can't think of anything to pray about, pray the Lord's Prayer, but mean the Lord's Prayer. Don't just think of it as words, but think of it as red letters, which is what it is. Okay? Red letters. Absolutely. Fantastic. All right, let's pray.